So the Victor Reader stream is and the Victor Reader track. So we took the products and we combined them. So the Victor Reader stream is a product that will it's, it's a media product. So you can read your books from all the major services like Bookshare and Bard. You can get access to podcasts and online radio stations, and newspapers, apps like NFB Newsline. You can do searches on Wikipedia or uh, Wiktionary, so you can look things up. You hear a word in a podcast, not sure what it means, just flip on over to the, the dictionary side of things and look it up or look up articles on Wikipedia. It is pretty cool, and it's multifaceted nature. But we're going to talk about the uh, the hardware of the Victor Reader track. So if you guys have seen it, and even if not, I'm hoping you'll stop by, it has the same stream interface. So it has the same buttons. It even has some tactile recognition. So we took the the keys that you would use most, the arrow keys, the two, the four, the six, the eight, and we put some tactile markings on it so that you guys, if you're walking around with it using the GPS functions, it's very easy to use with one hand. We have a headphone jack, which is a combination jack that you are familiar with if you have seen them on smartphones so that you can record from a microphone that is on a headset. We've improved the processor over the uh, the stream, so it's quicker. It has Bluetooth, which is awesome. I love connecting it to a speaker, so it's may, way easier to hear as I'm, you know, walking down the street, or if I want to use it in my house to read a book or listen to uh, some music or a uh, radio station. You'll notice that the Trek has a thicker profile, so you know how the stream was quite thin. And slim and all that stuff, the trek to accommodate for the Bluetooth and the GPS trip chip has a bit of a thicker profile. We've increased the battery life 12 to 15 hours. So if you are not using any GPS, you get that much more time to listen to a book. So as you guys know, if you're reading something good, you do not want your battery to die, right? <laughs> I certainly don't. I'm like, oh, but this is the great part of the book. Why is my battery dying? <laughs> so we have increased the battery life so that you guys don't have to worry about that. In an upcoming version, we will have an FM radio module. So we can also listen to the radio local stations. The case is water resistant. As we all know, we enjoy our devices so much. We don't want to be without them in terms of we're going to the pool or anything like that. So this case is water resistant. Don't dunk it in the pool because it will not fare <laughs> very well. So that is, you know, kind of the hardware, the, the, um, things that you'll see with the track or as you, as you come by and kind of, as you check it out. So as we continue on the exploration of the Trek, the Trek introduces a brand new mode called orientation. And this is gotten to where you press a button just one more additional time. On the stream, you had two bookshelves. You had online, you had offline. On the Trek, you have a third one, which is called orientation. And that is, of course, where all of the GPS magic lives, assuming if you have some satellites. So once you're outside, you connect to the satellites. 
It's using TomTom Maps. So that's where it's getting its map data from. And the Trek, unlike the Breeze and products before it, has the entire country loaded. So you don't have to worry about if you're leaving the West Coast. Maybe you're going to see some family or friends on the East Coast. You still have all of your maps because we've loaded everything from the U.S. And you can also get Canadian maps as well. And there are other maps available that you can get. So for those who are familiar with the the stream button layout, the Trek also has those same buttons that you can use to navigate on the go. You have those arrows which will navigate between next and previous intersection. You have the five key if you're curious about where in the world am I. It will tell you what street you're on, which direction you're heading. And if you hold it down, it can also tell you what's around. Just like if you're reading a book, you can hit the where am I key and it will give you the status. Same goes for the five key on the track. Yes, that's correct. So the question was in terms of the arrow position. So you have two, you have four, you have six, and you have eight. You have two and eight go up and down, much like on the stream. You have four and six, which go left and right. If you need to enter an address, you can enter it in on the telephone-style keypad, and we have a whole section for entering addresses and streets and cities. It's really kind of neat. You just type in a couple letters of the city or the street you're looking for, and then you can press confirm, and the results will come up, and you can arrow through the results that you need. We've improved the connectivity of getting to the time and accuracy, of the GPS signal, and something that's also neat. So if you are having trouble hearing the stream or the truck and maybe you're in a noisy environment, there is a vibration motor now. We'll tell you which direction to go based on vibrations. So you can get additional information like which direction to turn. Do you turn left? Do you turn right? Do you go straight? And that is all available via vibrate motor if you would prefer that method of receiving information. So the functionality of the the stream and the track, as we talked about a little bit previously, you'll notice that the functionality is very similar. So for instance, the go-to key on the stream is what page can I go to? What percent of the book can I go to? Can I search for an item? In the Trek side of things, that is the landmark key. So any destination that you put in is called a landmark. And you press this key to go to some of the landmarks that you've put in or how you enter in an address. And that is the same key that you would use to search through a book. So it's kind of nice once you learn the navigation of the device, you'll know it for all the different sections of the device. We've made it easier for you to download podcasts and go through media playback. And you can, of course, navigate by different sections. Or if you're reading a book in Daisy, you can navigate by, of course, paragraph and word and and line as well. We also, of course, have Bluetooth functionality. So if you have some Bluetooth headphones, maybe some Bluetooth hearing aids or maybe a Bluetooth speaker, that you want to connect up to your track, you certainly can. And that, of course, lends it 
more powerful abilities to help you listen what in a way that's most comfortable for you. And of course, you can then plug in the headphones to a headphone jack. So you do have that option um, if you want to just have wires and not worry about any kind of Bluetooth connectivity. So we've talked about the Trek, what it does briefly, how it's similar to the stream, and ways that you can interact with it, such as via getting directions with a vibrate motor or connecting it up to Bluetooth. What are we looking forward to in the future? Well, indoor navigation, right? That's kind of the next big thing on the GPS horizon. Wouldn't you guys say? We want to know how to get to our favorite Cinnabon place in the airport or the mall. Sorry, it still smells so good. And we also are curious about what's, what's around us. So the truck supports what's called iBeacon technology which is technology that if the manufacturers set it up, then your Trek will be able to connect to indoor beacons. So if a room or maybe a place in a mall has a beacon that says, this is the the uh, the Macy's store or Sears store, your Trek will be able to find that, assuming beacons are installed in the place of business. Also, on the outdoor navigation front, we have not only satellites, not only open area, which I'll talk about, which is if you are not on a street grid, if you're in a park, or maybe you're on a college campus, or maybe you're walking around a favorite hiking trail, any place that doesn't have a street grid, your trek can guide you in open area, which means you can still put in landmarks to maybe a bench that you want to come back to or a hall on the college campus, you know, here's Howard Hall. You can do that and your truck will guide you as the crow flies or in a circle. So it could say Stevens Hall, 250 feet at 11 o'clock, which means it's, you just keep going straight and it's a little bit to your left. This is the only product that does that open area navigation. It's pretty amazing. You can use it to walk through places that don't have street grids. I've used it to walk through an outdoor mall, which is pretty neat. So whatever store I'm looking for, I can use what's called open area mode to get myself to that point. Looking forward to future satellite enhancements. I just found out actually a couple days ago on the 15th that the FCC approved Galileo satellites for civilian use which is amazing because the Trek does support that. So we will be opening up, or they will be opening up, a bunch of new satellites, anywhere from 20 to 25 more satellites. So we're able to open up those to the use of the Trek, and that will be coming sometime in the next year, whenever the uh, approval is official and we're able to use those satellites. So that is called Galileo. That is available, just got a, approved very recently. And the GPS chip does support that. And um, in the next uh, few software updates, we will also have an FM radio, which will be available in the Trek. So for folks who'd love to listen to some local stations or anything that you can get on, on FM radio, you will be able to listen to that with the Victor Reader Trek. 
So this has been a very, very kind of brief overview of what the Trek offers, how it works with both the uh, book reading, so the stream portion, and the GPS portion. It is basically two products in one conveniently sized package. And um, it is available and has been for about a year now. So please feel free to come by. I can answer any of your more specific questions. You can get a handle on what it feels like, what it looks like, how the buttons are laid out, and uh, can answer any questions. It also supports SD cards. So if you have a lot of books or music that you want to always have with you, you can put that on an SD card that slides conveniently into the truck and it will always be with you. Any brief questions before we jump into our other product, the Brilliant 14? Yes. The Trek costs $6.99 for, uh, for retail, and there are, there are dealers here that can help you guys get up and running with that. Yes, yeah, so the first question was, how much does the Trek cost? And the Trek cost uh, $6.99 U.S., the second question was the Victor Reader Trek and the Victor Reader Stream are the different products. Yes. The Victor Reader Stream is just a book reader. You can read any books from the services I mentioned, Bookshare, Bard, and listen to radio, of course. The Victor Reader Trek does all of that as well as include the GPS features that we just talked about. So you can get just the Victor Stream if you don't have um, any need or any use of the GPS. And then you can, of course, get the Victor Reader Trek, which has both products in one, which is nice because um, if anyone uses any kind of transportation, which, of course, we all do, it's fun to get to where we're going with the GPS and then flip over and read the morning paper or listen to any kind of book that you have. So the question was talking about directionally in that open area mode. When you get into when it says 11 o'clock. It's giving you directions in terms of a clock face, or as I like to think of it, in a circle. So 12 o'clock would be straight in front of you, and 11 o'clock would be a little bit to your left. In open area, it doesn't give um, cardinal directions. It just gives you that kind of circular directions because it's giving it to you as as a crow would fly. So a crow kind of would fly, you know, Little left, little right, sometimes straight. <laughs> and uh, so that's how it gives you directions. Sorry, could you repeat the question? So the question was, how close can it get you to an address? Well, just like a GPS in a car or the GPS that the Uber or Lyft or even access drivers use, depending on how we all got here this morning, the GPS is tagged in the middle of the street. That's where the satellites have put down the addresses. So it may say that you've reached your destination, but you may be a few doors down or it may be in the middle of the block and you're at the beginning of the block. It will get you close, but because of those limitations as of right now, it gets you close and you'll need to you know, use the skills you have. If you're looking for a restaurant, oh, do I smell it? <laughs> if you're looking for, hey, it's great, you know. <laughs> As I to tell, I, I, I love to work with food, and uh, so I'm, al I'm always looking for new places to eat, right? <laughs> yes, and, and that, um, 
He was saying that there's an app that will get you 30 feet from within your destination. That's about what you can expect with the Victor Reader Trek or any GPS to get you close. And then just using those those skills the rest of the way, you know, what do you hear? What do you smell? What do you feel in terms of getting to your final destination? Which is why the Galileo introduction is very, very exciting because it promises to get you within a foot of your destination or that's it's going to get you much closer than than what we have right now so i would keep an ear out for that because uh, that's coming yes one more question in the back yes so the question was the fm radio and other enhancements do those come out via a software update yes they do and um i'd say probably about every quarter there's usually an update so keep an ear out for that The question was, do you need to buy a new product each time? No, there's no need to buy a new product each time a new software update comes out. The product is updated just over the Internet, and then you get the new enhancements without needing to upgrade the physical product. The question was, is there a charge for the GPS services and the radio? There is no charge. GPS is free because it uses satellites to connect and the satellites are in the atmosphere so as long as you go outside you should be able to get connected and same with the online radio as long as you have a monthly internet service you're able to access the uh the software of course so so you guys don't have to listen to me anymore i'm going to hand you over to andy from sweetman systems he's going to talk about the prodigy and then I'll come back and finish up talking about the Brilliant BI-14, which is our new smart Braille display. Good morning. So as she said, I am Andy from Sweetman Systems. We are the local vendor for humanware. Uh, we cover from Los Angeles all the way down into San Diego now. Um, and it is, uh, it's a great company to work with. We love their products. Um, my capacity at Sweetman Systems is mostly with doing the low vision stuff. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit uh, in depth about the Prodigy, uh, but just to give you an overview of what's offered from Humanware. They have handheld magnifiers, 3-inch, 5-inch, and 8-inch. They are called the Explore line of products. So um, please come by the table and, and check those out. I have uh, the 5 and the 8 here today. The Explore 8 is a fairly new handheld. It's been, what, about a year, maybe? Um, And uh, that one has just been a great product. It offers a touch screen, so you can actually pinch and zoom, which is a very familiar gesture for all of us using touchscreen devices. Does anyone have an iPhone in here? See what I mean? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's been a great addition. It's uh, nice to see a little innovation in a product type uh, to where we don't really see much change there. They've been pretty consistent for years, but this is kind of a newer product. And uh, I feel like the 8-inch screen size has been a really great addition as well. It affords you almost a full line of text uh, on an 8.5 by 11-inch uh, sheet of paper, depending on your uh, vision needs. So um, the other products that they have is their Prodigy line of products. And sometimes they get confused as this is the Prodigy. But that could mean uh, one of two things. You could have a Prodigy Connect 12, or you could have a Prodigy desktop. Um, The Prodigy desktop is going to be more like a traditional CCTV where you have a large device that sits on your desk that really doesn't move anywhere. 
you have your workstation that you go to place documents underneath and have them magnified. And then that device also has the ability to scan and read the document back to you. Um, what's unique about the Prodigy desktop is that you don't have a traditional XY table floating underneath the camera. You use something that's similar to a mouse touchpad. So uh, one uh, particular customer that showed me something that I never even thought of, um, some elderly folks uh, that are using these devices can't slide an XY table due to different uh, you know, uh, joint conditions. And this allows you to just use your finger to slide the page back and forth underneath the, um, the camera. Well, it's not actually moving the page. You're moving a digital version of the page on the screen in front of you. And it's a lot harder, I guess, now to try to explain that without showing you. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's very unique, and it works well. Um, and then the other product is their Prodigy Connect 12 line. Um, and just to clear the air, there is another version of this product called the Matte Connect. Um, and there was a relationship developed between Humanware and APH, American Printing House. Um, and it came out with a product called the Matte Connect, which is essentially the same product as the Prodigy Connect 12. They offer the same features. The main difference is that one is sold directly through APH by, by use of quota funds. So if we have any teachers here in the room, and they know what quota funds are, that is kind of the program that was developed. And they're essentially the same product, but uh, one is through APH and one's through Humanware or your local vendor. Now, um, just based on the relationship that we have with Humanware, they've afforded us the ability to support locally for the Mat Connect. So if you are a student uh, or teacher um, that has a Mat Connect that you received, uh, through some kind of uh, fund, we can actually come help and support you locally with those products to offer training, to offer uh, tech support, um, and we'll kind of be the middleman for you between uh, you and Humanware. Um, so getting right into the Prodigy Connect 12, or Mat Connect, or Connect 12, however you call it, um, it is essentially a 12-inch screen. Uh, it's an Android tablet that snaps into a stand. Now there's a connector on this tablet that when you butt it up into the stand, it connects and provides power to some lights, some LED lights and some speakers that are built into the stand. Now the lights enhance the ability to scan the documents underneath. They remove shadows that could be present in the room. They help out when you're in a room that's very dimly lit and maybe you have flickering lights. Um, the, the stand lights are very helpful. They can also be switched off. If you have a uh, document that is uh, very glossy, um, if it's uh, reflecting those lights, you can shut off the light to uh, be able to see that document a little better. The, uh, the app inside the Prodigy app affords you the ability to change contrast, uh, gives you magnification, it gives you OCR, which is, uh, who can tell me what OCR is? Danielle. Yes, optical character recognition. So it's essentially extracting those individual characters or letters from the document and reading them back to you. Now you can see uh, visually the, the live view of the page. You can see the OCR text only. You can see it in column mode. And then what can also be helpful for some people, depending on your eye condition, 
you can see it in one single line scrolling across the page, which uh, has been very helpful for some students uh, to just help focus on what's being read. Um, new features that have been added within the OCR part is the ability to annotate documents. So if you have a page that you've scanned, you can now use your finger and highlight sections. You can also scribble something there, a little note next to it. I've had some younger students actually fill out their homework, and then you have the ability to email that to your teacher. Um, so it's uh, very cool features uh, that have been added in there. Um, another uh, awesome thing they added uh, within the last year or so was split screen mode, which allows you to see the board uh, through the distance camera that's connected, and then you can toggle back to what's being magnified underneath the Prodigy. Or you can see both images at the same time uh, in that split screen mode. So depending on your vision, either you're toggling back and forth between the distance and the near, or you're just looking at both at the same time. Uh, but it's a very, uh, very nice feature. Um, the, the tablet itself also affords you the ability to plug in a micro HDMI cable, which if you're out on the road, you have one of the smallest uh, CCTVs available. But when you get home, you can dock this up to a large monitor and see uh, your stuff on however large your monitor or TV is, you know, from 20 inches up to if you have a 70-inch TV and you're fortunate like that, you can see it on a 70-inch TV. Um, so it's just a very versatile product. Um, the way that it folds up and the battery life it affords you uh, make it pretty much the standard as far as how small you can get and have a CCTV be with you throughout the day. Any other questions? Okay, I'm going to pass it right back to Rachel. Thanks so much, Andy, for talking about the low vision side of human wear. It's so important for those that have the uh, vision to be able to use the magnification, and it comes in many different shapes and sizes. We, we love that versatility. Before I jump into the, the Brillian 14 here, how many Braille readers do I got in the room? Make some noise. Yay. All right, awesome. <laughs> Super. So... This product, the Brilliant BI-14, was released earlier this year. We're going to talk about the, the hardware, so what's it feel like, what does it have included. We're going to talk about the connectivity, and then the internal software, and the synchronization magic of it, because it really is, is magic. It's, it's pretty fantastic. We're going to talk about how do I use it and what is it like in action. And we're going to then you know, take any, any questions that you guys may have about this. So the Brilliant 14, what is it? What is it like? What's the hardware? All that kind of fun stuff. So the Brilliant 14 has 14 cells and it also has cursor sensors. Instead of the buttons, these are little grooves that you press your finger in to either activate a menu item or allow your cursor to move around the note that you've taken. It's durably designed. It's, it's meant for users on the go. It's light coming in at just over half a pound. So very, very small, very easy to carry. 
we have the traditional ergonomic eight dot braille keyboard that many of you will be familiar with and seems to be a classic on all the braille devices. How's that input input keys that we're all used to with a very comfortable typing experience. And it also has a joystick on the top of it, which is amazing because you can go any which way, up, down, left, right, or press it down to navigate. So that allows you not only quick navigation when using it as a standalone device, but you also have the ability to use it as a device with iOS or Android. It has the thumb keys, which for those of you who have used humanware devices in the past, you know that those are four keys on the front of the device used for reading and for scrolling. So we couldn't leave those out because that would be very, very depressing. We would never do that. Okay, and we have a micro USB for charging. And uh, just like Andy was talking about with the Prodigy, that micro USB cable is ubiquitous. It is pretty much everywhere. You can get it at any grocery store, any convenience store. If you, if you lose the cable, if the dog chews it up, the vacuum runs over it, it's all okay. <laughs> so we wanted to make charging easy and convenient because you guys probably have many of those cables just hanging around your house. It has a 15 to 20 hour battery life, so you're able to use it for tons of, of hours, I would say even days at a time. If you pair it up to your iOS device, you can also use that joystick I was mentioning earlier to scroll around your screen. So it simulates a swipe gesture for those of you that use voiceover. So if you need to swipe to the right, you can swipe your joystick right. If you need to swipe down to get a more detailed view at something or access your rotor settings, you can do that as well. And also the Brilliant BI-14 includes a switch on the back, which is, I've talked about the standalone capabilities of the device, and you can have it paired to your iOS device. So this switch on the back makes that possible. You switch it, it's in internal mode or applications mode. You switch it the other way, it's to make a Braille terminal connection. So you have that option as well. Okay, and the connectivity you may be wondering about. Well, how can I connect it? You can connect it via Bluetooth with up to five devices, or and in addition, you can connect it to one USB device. So if you need to use it with your computer, you can do that. It uses Bluetooth low energy, which helps keep the battery it doesn't run it down. It ensures a constant connection. So if you have it paired to your iOS device, you can just have the display unlocked, unlock your phone, and you are ready to go and type and read and write. And this low energy also allows for the data synchronization. We've talked about the notes feature. So you can take notes on the Brilliant as a standalone device. If you don't want to connect it up to your iOS device until later when you're back home, you could absolutely do that. And then you can send those notes from your Brilliant to your iOS device or your computer. 
The JAWS and NVDA are also supported in terms of using this as a Braille display. So whatever screen reader you use, it's sure to, to be supported by this display. The Brilliant also comes with a stopwatch and an internal clock. It comes with one-handed mode, and you can change to various languages as well. And you can, of course, take notes to be synchronized to your phone, but you can also take notes that will be on the device just locally. So any important information like phone numbers or reminders, if you don't want them pushed to your phone or other device, you don't have to. So it really is a device that can stand on its own. And now we get to the magic of synchronization. So... How does this work? Well, on iOS, you download the Brilliant Sync app, it's called. You configure it with any email account that you have. And then you're able to sync notes from iOS to the Brilliant or from the Brilliant back to iOS. And those notes, because they're being synchronized through your email, are also available on your computer or any other device that has access to that email account. So you just configure all that, set it up, and then, like I said, you have two options. You can synchronize those notes, or you can just leave them on the device if you just want to refer back to them at a later time. But this ensures productivity anywhere. If you're on a plane or a train or maybe your phone has lost charge, you can just take notes and worry about synchronizing when you get to wherever it is you're going and you plug your phone in and... There's your notes. This can synchronize automatically. So all you need to do is connect it up, switch over to your phone, and the notes will be there. And then there is, of course, a refresh command that you can use to send those notes over if you don't see them right away. So it's very versatile. Like I said, you can sync from the Brilliant to the phone and from the phone back to the Brilliant, all through the use of an email account. So we really love that, and that's kind of what separates this device from others in that it's standalone. It can be used as a Braille display for iOS, for a computer, for Android, and then, of course, it can be used as a basic note-taker. And the last thing is, of course, we talked about local dealers a bit. Andy was mentioning it in terms of... If you were interested in the Prodigy, this same goes for the Brilliant 14 or the Braille Note Touch, which we haven't really touched on. But um, if you have any questions, if you want a demonstration, of course, come see me in the exhibit hall. And then, of course, Sweetman Systems is available for consultations or demos or if you guys just kind of want a, uh, a easier time to look at it when it's not a, uh, a crowded exhibit hall, they can help you with that. And then, of course, uh, there's a general territory manager who couldn't be here today, but he is also available if you're curious and, and want to talk more about any of these products, as am I. And so these are the products that we have. I mean, we have lots more, but today we've just been focusing on the Brilliant BI-14 and the Victor Reader Trek. So you guys have been an amazing audience. What questions can I take from any of you about any of the products that we talked about or 
other products that we have. Yes. The question was, can you put an SD card in the Brilliant? Um, at this time, you can't. It's just for taking notes. But if there are anything that you wanted to read, I would suggest connecting it to an external device like a computer or a phone and reading a book or something through that means on the Braille display. Uh, the question was, can you connect an external hard drive? Um, it, it falls into the same category as an SD card, so you can't connect anything external to the Brilliant except a charger um, for reading. But those are great questions. And, um, yeah, because right now it's just meant as as a note taker and then reading through another device, much like our Brilliant 40 where you can connect that up and then read through the computer or absolutely uh the the uh the comment was maybe in the future and i say hey you know it's not coming it, it's not now but i like to say not yet so that doesn't mean that it won't ever come but it's wonderful feedback that i can and take and, and pass on yes the question was will the note taker be on display absolutely any of the products i've mentioned here the brilliant bi40 the brilliant 14 the Braille Note Touch, the Victor Trek, the Victor Stream, and of course the Explore line and the Prodigy line will be on display at the Humanware and uh, Sweetman Systems table, and we are right next to each other in the exhibit hall. So we want you to come by and check it, check them out, see what you think, take some literature home, and uh, we can answer any questions. Any other questions? The Brilliant 14, the price was asked, it is $9.95. So you're basically getting two products, a Braille display for your phone and a small mini note taker for, I would say, the price of one. Absolutely. So the two questions were, does the Brilliant BI 14 have speech? The answer to that is no, it is just a Braille display. Um, if you want it to have speech, you'll want to connect it up to a phone or tablet or a computer. And then you can read anything that you want in speech or Braille. And the second question was describing the joystick. The joystick does actually kind of stick up like an old Nintendo one. So it is not flat. It uh, sticks up above dots one and four. So it's very easy to distinguish and easy to use. It goes left and right up, down, and then you can press down on it to activate items or to select things, such as if you're connected to your phone and you want to double tap on something, you can swipe with the joystick and then you can press down on it to uh, to activate that item. So very noticeable and very quick for navigation as well. Sorry, could you repeat that question again? <laughs> the, the way the email works, actually, it, it brings up a good point. So you download the Brilliant Sync app, and this is coming to Android, so Android support is definitely not far behind. You download the Brilliant Sync app, and you configure it with your email account, or I guess whoever email you want to be connected with the Brilliant. So when you synchronize these notes, they will go to your phone, to your computer, to your tablet, anywhere that you have access. So I'm just using Gmail as an example. Anywhere that has access to Gmail notes, even on the web, uh, Outlook, your phone, that's where these notes will show up. So just using iOS as an example, if you download the Brilliant Sync app and you synchronize some notes, they will appear under in your notes folder in iOS under the uh, 
let's just say the Gmail folder heading. So if you are John Smith at gmail.com, it'll say, you know, John Smith at gmail.com heading under your, your notes folder. And you will see all of your notes there. So very, very easy. And uh, like I said, anywhere that has access to Gmail notes is, or I'm just using Gmail again as an example, anywhere that has access to Gmail notes is where you'll be able to find your notes from the Brilliant 14. And then you can, of course, write a note, let's say on iOS, and it'll appear on the, uh, the 14 as well. Uh, the question was, can you type in grade one or grade two or UEB? The answer is yes. So depending on whatever code you choose, if you choose US or if you choose uh, UEB, you can have contracted and uncontracted Braille. And then, of course, there's a computer Braille that you can set as well. And you can set whatever default codes you want. So if you want UEB to be the default or if you want US to be the default code, or if you'd like the computer Braille table that you set to be the default, you can do that. And it also has support for uh, different languages as well. And uh, I believe I mentioned, but if not, it does have support for one-handed mode also, along with sleep and auto power off and uh, sounds and vibrations if you'd like that. So there's many different settings that you can customize. So you can kind of have an option of how you want your Braille to be and how you want your display to act. Yes, the question was, does it have speech? And the answer is no. It just has Braille. The only way that it has speech is if you connect it up to an external device, and then you can follow along with whatever you're reading with speech and Braille. Any other questions? Yes, the question was, will I have hands-on demonstration in the exhibit hall? Absolutely. Please come by. I have all the products I mentioned. And uh, hands-on demonstration, you can get some more information about it. You can ask any specific questions. You can check out what the Braille feels like, because we all know that's, that's important. And um, so, absolutely, there will be demonstrations. Any final questions? What's my favorite? I have to pick? <laughs> I actually am really a big fan of the Brilliant BI-14. The question was, what is my favorite? Um, of course, I love all the products, but I would have to say I really do love the Brilliant BI-14. I use it on the road, as, as uh, I may have mentioned, to travel a lot for this job. So I'm able to write down agendas on the fly or phone numbers or reminders and then send them to my phone. And then I can, of course, share them or email them or do what I need to do with them. It really is a product that just meets that need of, okay, right now I just need a note taker. Okay, now I need it to be on my phone so I can do something else with the text. Really kind of meets that that hybrid gap that we need where it's not just a Braille display. It's not just a note taker. It's a little bit of both. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for coming to this session. I really appreciate it.